guys, it's Alex from Alpha Comics and Games. I am interrupting your regularly scheduled quid pro roll episode to let you know that not only do we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers, where you can get access to some really cool additional quid pro roll content, but we also have quid pro roll content available now at Alpha Comics and Games in Willow Lawn. If you ever want to check us out, we'd love to see you. And now, you know, on to the episode and all. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, who doesn't drink from the pot of coffee? From the, right from the fount of caffeine. <laughs> this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and variant and beyond can make its way well right to you. High up on the mountain, where the air is clear and nature fends off the choking grip of civilization. A place to explore not only the peaks and rocks, but the very roots and caverns of who you are. And what better way to do that than through artistic expression. While the party did leave Melody behind for her safety, I'm certain even she is feeling the same muse of creativity that bounds along the moss and ruins of the Copper Shrine. Why, just inside, Solonar finds poetic rhetoric on a stage. Boat and Johannes discover costumes practically begging to be worn, and everyone collects instruments that suit their heart's desires. However, it would seem the shrine has seen visitors before them, as everything of monetary value has been well taken. Hopefully, inspiration will continue to aid them in their journey to play through the mysteries of the Copper Shrine. Remember, listeners, it's never too late to find yourself in the inventive arms of imagination. Music, painting, sculpting. I've even tried my hand at pyrography back home. Back home. And as always... Y'all take care now. So, Koza, you are going to be standing in front of an empty altar. Nothing on it but a circle of less dusty space in the center. There seem to be vines and grass sort of growing up through the floor, and there's vine and tree sort of coming in through cracks here and there in the corners and cracks of the does, walls. Does the circle look similar to the circle that I saw when we... Like, does it look similar in diameter to the, the diameter of where the key was supposed to go? It does. Okay. Um... Um, Alita, 
Yeah, what's going on? Uh, the, oh. The key's gone. What? It's gone. It's not here. Alita's gonna, like, bust into the room and be like, wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna try to play jazz saxophone along with Alita's. Um, Panic attack? Yeah, because it, it seems right. She's gonna cover her face with her hands, like just sort of looking above them. Boat? Solinar? We'll, we'll get this figured out. We'll get this figured out. Don't worry about it. Um, it's just gone somewhere. Maybe we can look around again, see if it's still here. Maybe the editor caps took it. We just gotta go find where they are. I don't think those creatures were smart enough to do this. Well, maybe they weren't being smart about it. Maybe it was just something shiny. I was just dropping five copper on the, the shrine, trying to be respectful. What are we... What's going on? The key's the, gone. Uh, gone where? Somebody else took it, I think. Hmm. You know what? Keys... Locks just exist to keep honest people honest. I feel like if we really tried, we might not even need the key. Boat, the... Temples are heavily magically guarded. I don't think we're going to be able to just break through this lock. We could, I mean, we could figure something out. You got to be positive. I'm positive we need the key. What's, what is it? Do we know what the key is? Like, I don't off the top of my head. Normally it's pretty apparent because it's sitting here on the altar, radiating holy energy. Well, can you track the holy energy with your, with your pendant? I don't know. Normally, the... So, normally, the way that the mirror pendant works is that it has the knowledge of the previous priests inside of it. It isn't like a homing device. Well, what if... What if... Stick with me here. What if one of the dead priests in your mirror uh, was here when it was taken? Maybe they know who took it. I can convene and try and find out, but I don't think that that's likely. Well, do we lose anything by trying? That's why I said I'll try. I just don't want to get don't get your hopes up on that. All right, you med you meditate. We'll figure some other stuff out. Alita's going to go over to one of the pews and start communing with her pendant. Yeah, and while Alita does that, I have a different idea. Since I'm a wizard. Maybe I can scry it. And uh, Johannes kneels down and holds up his arms with his wizard robes. Like, they're over his... His robes were made for a bigger, probably child, than Johannes. And then when Johannes holds his hands up, his hands actually slip out of the robes, which were covering his hands. That's and so then cute. he goes, he goes, uh, by the power invested in me by knowledge. I find you key energies and I use divine sense. Read what divine sense does to me. Yeah, I mean, I, so it all depends on how you want to make it happen. The presence of strong evil uh, has it registers as, a, as an arcusoder, powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ears. So it's essentially just saying there's sensory applications to um, different senses uh, uh so like good evil the other way that people use it a lot is celestial fiend uh and undead within 60 feet allows me to like know where those are um 
as well as what like the entity is or what the, the problem the... is is that you're going to feel nothing you smell no smells you hear no sounds you feel no sensations there is nothing here only yeah. mere feet away you detect one of the most foul massive sources of necrotic oh it's just slim jim <laughs> who is at this point going to fall apart maybe we what? just need to get outside so we can get a better no, signal so, no just is it been is this the three hours yeah like, oh no slim jim's so active i just my symbiotic entity uh it, basically my wild shape goes away okay that's perfectly fine that's reasonable and workable don't you dare yeah, take honest. slim jim from me don't you dare take my slim jim <laughs> We need to have a conversation about your characters always having, like, magical artifact servants. Uh, it's only it's two for two. I mean, I know it's a, a high percentage, but the ratio isn't that. <laughs> I have a lot of data. I, uh, so Johannes, after he, like, projects his divine sense as far out as he can, it comes back. And he turns around and he's like, there's nothing there. It's like there's there's not even not even a god is touching this place. Maybe the walls are blocking the signal. Maybe we can get outside and it might help. It just feels so empty. Oh, don't worry there, Skrylex. We'll get this figured out. <laughs> I've got a I've got a thought. We've been to the Copper Temple and we've seen the door. And usually the little, like, keyhole thing is, like, perfectly shaped for whatever the key is. I'm struggling to remember what that looks like, having been, like, three days ago. Does anybody else? Koza remembers. No, this, this was the same size. What's... This would have been it. Where, where, where the key would have been. Just, just real quick, is it, like, visible what the shape of the key is? Like, do we know what yes. we're looking for? Okay. It's a circle. You see a circle in the dust. So we take a cast of the circle and take it back to the lock. Yeah, we, yep, because there's was, no way that there's magical properties to these keys. We do the we do the uh, charcoal charcoal. The rubbing. Rubbing. Thank you. I was trying to remember. I was kind of hoping that the the key hole, so to speak, would be a little more. I don't know. Detailed reveal a little something about what the hell we're looking for I'm gonna go wander around the rest of the shrine and see if anything wait are any of these instruments round um um Solnar I don't know if that's the even the best use of your time this place was, was clearly ransacked and they whoever ransacked it probably took it as a valuable yeah, but we need to know what we're even looking for. Like, it could be anything round. Is it a coaster? Are we looking for something to protect wooden surfaces from, you know, the moisture off of drinks? Like, that, it could be anything. Did the impression in the, um, the, at the temple have, well, did it have a shape? It was circular. Okay, it's just circular. Um, actually, no, There, there is a little more to it. Um, you could see at the very, like, innermost part of the, of the indent that was circular, there was this sort of, like, very symmetrical rised bump, like, around the circumference. 
almost like um like it's feathered at the bottom almost like at the at the bottom of it there's some kind of design around the circumference oh uh, flared base you're not gonna be able to super tell from that um but it but, sort of seems that way yes okay is this a shape that I, Chapman, would recognize? What are you asking? Like, the other ones were like a statue of a dragon, right? Um, no, those were the relics. relics. The original one? keys were... A pen, a sword. sword. It was like a gladius, wasn't it? Yes. It was like a Roman sword. Okay. But what I'm the saying... The keys are never keys. All those are objects which, like, I, Chapman, would understand... So that's what I'm wondering. Is it like an object like that? Yes, it is. It is an object that, while a little more elaborate, is something you use every day okay. in one way or another. In in my real uh, life or in Koza's in life? In your real life and Koza's okay, real life. So there is not a single person on this planet that does not use something that is at least like this. Okay, so Johannes it, pulls out his smartphone. Because <laughs> okay, I, I was... So it's not a little statue of an octopus with way too many legs. No, no, yeah, it's that'd not. be so cool. Yeah. It could yeah. be in your imagination. <laughs> I like how. Uh, uh, okay. Alex is turning back to her warhead spray, like right straight to the sour spray. I She's need, like, I need my my spray to get to just like to, to get, get that. This. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go through. It's like a door. taking a sip from a flask. I'm going to go through a door. Is there a door we haven't gone through? Um, not from this room. There's only one door to this room. Uh, Johannes turns around. He's like, if the key's not here, we have to find it. I've got and it. I know exactly where to search for clues about the key. And Solinar rushes out of the room. All right, where are you going? The library. All right. Uh, you run into the library. There are library things in there. Whoa, that means books. Oh, there no. are some books. Most of the books are gone, but there are some books still. Uh, are there any books about, like, shrine maintenance? <laughs> you can find four books. You're on the you verge can... of saying, is there a book called Where is the Key? <laughs> no, it's Who Moved no, My it's... Key? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dude, there are four books. Dude, Where's My Temple Key? Uh, book one, The Physiology of Copper Dragons. Book two, Alternatives up to Conductions. Book three, 1001 Knock-Knock Jokes. And four, Riddles in Theory and Practice. Solinar rifles through his bag real quick. He's like, wait a minute. The 1001 Knock-Knock Jokes? Wait a minute. I already have this book. What's happening here? And <laughs> Dragons <laughs> like knock-knock jokes, man. Dragons are all about knock-knock jokes. <laughs> Uh, That's and- why their parties were so bumping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many doors, so you can tell knock-knock jokes. Every time somebody comes to the party, they knock on the door, and the person goes, who's there? And they're like, god damn it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, oh, god. I guess... So Solonar's gonna, gonna pocket the book of riddles. Well, not pocket, but like he's gonna stuff that into his bag, because you can always, you can always use more riddles. Uh, but he's going to flip open the alternatives. You said alternatives to conductions? Yes. 
maybe some kind of ritual information in here about dragon rituals. A lot of it is discussing electric currents and doing things like wearing rubber gloves to Uh prevent dying from electricity. The thing we're looking for, the clue we have is that it's a circle shape, right? Whatever was sitting on the altar was a circle shape, yes. I think I've just had a revelation, and I may well know what we're looking for. Especially since Alex has said we've gotten all the clues that we've already needed to solve it. It's the poop bucket that was up on the door. (laughs) That's circular at the bottom. It's And if you flip it over and put it upside down, then you could say the base is flared. Uh-huh. And it has and it has teeth because it tried to attack me. Splinters. It's a wooden bucket. You could interpret splinters as teeth. Guys, Let's open this envelope I- and see if we've solved the case. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to Look, tell you right now it's uh it's not not that looking- final answer. <laughs> Looking at the image that, like, Alex drew, I was like, okay, so it's a disc, and then on the other one, we have what's left on a table when you pluck, pick up a beer bottle. Like, the little, the little like, ridgy teeth find a ca- in the bottom. A, a can of beer. You know what? Hell yeah. I think I got it. I, you know, this place has been all about, like, performance, and, and music is performance and it is 1999 baby and we're looking for a compact disc (laughs) oh hell yeah i just sent gabe what it is okay i got a i got a i got a 16 on my intelligence saving throw so i think solinar gets to like the fifth saving throw yes i think solinar gets to the fifth or seventh page in the like conduction he doesn't know jack crap about electricity and the function thereof. Like, what what business does Solinar have even looking at a book like this? And so he gets partway through and he's like, this isn't about rituals at all. This is about nerd stuff. And he slams it closed and shoves it back on the shelf. It was conduction as in conducting an orchestra. Not electricity. That's well. That's what he was thinking at first. Was it was like conductions, and so it was like, oh, it has to do with like the magic of music. And then like he starts getting into it, and he's like, science, science, no, <laughs> music theory. It was math all along. <laughs> what is? What do I need to roll to get a hint? What, are you saying what do I need to roll to get a clue? Wait, doesn't yes. doesn't Johannes have like an ab- a, a magic ability in his class to get like celestial guidance from his god? Do Isn't I? that a paladin ability? I know clerics have that. Actually, you know what? I think paladins might. I'm glad it was at least on the list, Gabe. I was worried for a minute. <laughs> I'm really curious. So you you think that this object is something that I would use in my like in Chapman's real day to day life? A version of it, yes. Oh my God, I know what it is. Johannes goes up to Gravy Boat dressed as the Rat King, and he grabs the clock off of the clock necklace <laughs> off, of the Rat King. and he goes up and he goes, "The flavor." It's not that. And I put it in. It does nothing because it's also the wrong size. 
It's the wrong size. It's the wrong time. And he throws it across the room. It shatters against the wall. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're trapped in a time so, loop. Coz is going to see if he can find any little bit of mushroom. Like any I mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of growth into this space. You can find uh, some fungal growth in the pantry with all the rotted food. Okay. Grab that. Grab the poop bucket while you're in there, just in case. It's not a poop bucket. It just had old water in it. Solinar's going to walk back to the tapestry because he's he's basically trying to be as intellectual as possible about this. And he's like, well, if books can't help me, maybe art can. <laughs> there were three. There were three tapestries, one depicting smiling and laughing um, copper dragons, one depicting a chalice and another one depicting the raging party. Wait, wait, wait. Does the chalice have anything on it? Can you? It does. Uh, I can actually send an image of more or less what it looks like. That's not the cup now, of the carpenter. I, I just, I just want to <laughs> clarify. I, I think, I think I got it. You said it's round and it seems like it has a lot of divots. Do you think we all wear dentures? <laughs> round with divots is Every a golf day. ball. Every day of my life. Now, I will tell you, that's the closest image I could find. It doesn't have the little handles on it. Except, like I said, the one that I sent has those, like, jewels and stuff on it. So it has that um, repeating symmetrical pattern. Do you... Around the lip. Does Solonar know... Does Solonar pick this up? Pick, pick up this... Make the connection. Make Make the connection? Yeah. What connection? Um, anyway, Kosas goes <laughs> to find some some fungus and he finds like a little mushroom that sprouted up out of a um a it was like a jar of jam that broke open and now there's just like a mushroom sprouting out of this jar of jam. Okay. Um, and he knocks on the cap. Um, oh okay. Um hello? He tries. The mushroom shakes for a second and then perks up, looking at you the same way that Bull does. Oh, um, um, hi, um, have you, you, you've probably seen a lot of things from here? Okay. It is a mushroom. It has yet to respond. Maybe this isn't going to work that well. Koza gets out Bull and sets Bull is going to. <laughs> shimmy around and kind of again look up at you waiting for direction kind of set bowl next to this mushroom um can you talk to this mushroom for me bowl's going to kind of look at you nod and then turn back toward the tiny mushroom it's going to pause and then look up at you expectantly wondering what you need it to ask did, did you see who ransacked this place Bull is going to uh, jump excitedly and run out of the pantry, run over to Solinar, and then start running circles around Solinar. Because it's going to follow. Oh, Solinar, when did you ransack this place? I didn't ransack this place. If I ransacked this place, I'd probably be wealthier than I am right now. Let's be real. Bull is going to stomp around angrily and then run around Solinar in the opposite direction. Ah, counterclockwise, Solinar. 
my old nemesis. Johannes from the other room is like, I gotta put this clock together and turn back time. <laughs> Call Tim E. Clockman. Uh, real quick, Alex, if I rolled a 17 for Solinar to be smarter than me, uh, should I add any pluses to that? <laughs> Perception or investigation, whatever's higher. Oh, investigation for sure. That takes me up to a 22. You're able to notice that the round, flat bottom of a chalice would probably fit the same kind of dust pattern on the altar. Of course. Of course. Cosette's been staring us in the face this whole time. Round, flat bottoms. And Solinar <laughs> rushes out of the room towards the they rest make... of the group. Who's he going to they get? get... <laughs> uh, Alita, primarily. <laughs> round, flat bottoms make the improv jazz world go round. <laughs> flat, flat bottom girls. Uh, oh, what sorry. Is, what does okay. Bull do? Very gendered. Uh, Bull is going to, like, run up after uh, Solinar. Koza shrugs and keeps following uh, okay. Bull. Solinar rushes into the uh, shrine altar room and, like, hits the secret door so hard that it slams against the wall on his way in. C can I help you? Round, flat bottoms. <laughs> Alita's gonna look over at Boat. Don't look at me. I have nothing to do with this. Do not look at me. <laughs> Solinar she... rushes over to the altar part of the shrine. Uh, as Koza arrives in the room, Alita's gonna look over at him and be like, What happened? So, um, uh, Solinar, well, Bull was running circles around Solinar, and then Solinar took off this way. What does it have to do with round, flat bottoms? So Solinar about to give this this shrine a taste of those sweet cakes. <laughs> I, I really don't know. Solinar reaches the altar and it's like, Yes, yes, it's all coming together now. The grail cup thing in the, in the painting tapestry stuff with the art. It's a grail cup thing. It would go right here. And then on the temple, there's the whole, like, it's got the little bump things, right? Right, Koza? Oh, oh, th that that makes a lot of sense. Those are like the gems that you see on it, I think, maybe. That actually might be correct. I mean, if it wasn't important, why are they making such a big deal out of it as to spend who the hell knows how many hours weaving a tapestry? Yeah, tapestry about a cup seems kind of unnecessary. I can't imagine copper dragon priests being like, hell yeah, check out this sick cup we have. Unless it's important. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. And a fancy cup would be something that thieves would take. The only concern I have is if thieves took a fancy cup then odds are good they went and pawned it somewhere and probably for a hefty chunk of change. No, that's... that's great! It is not great. If you knew anything about what the marketplace in Tinkerhaven alone is like, you would no, know no. that's not great. No, 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 that's... that's my thought. Tinkerhaven... 
So relics have, the relics, the keys, all draconic artifacts have magic power, right? They're all some level of some kind of like celestial magic draconic holy, right? Go on. Right. A very elaborate, very fancy chalice filled with magical energy would be something that would be noted anywhere that it was sold or anywhere that it was. It's this major artifact, even if people don't know what it is. So we're going to go search for it in stores now. What I'm saying is we might be able to track it down. So so one thing I, I asked a, a mushroom who who had ransacked this place and and now well the mushroom told bull and and now bull is running circles around uh, um um solonar i was wondering why i was doing that so solonar when did you ransack this place i told you i didn't ransack this place i think again bull is going to stomp angrily and run the other direction around solonar i think what bull's trying to tell us is that Whatever devious mastermind ransacked this place could run circles around me. Whoa. Or maybe it's trying to indicate that it was a thief. Hey, I'm so much more than just some everyday thief. So was whoever ransacked this holy place. Well, I don't know about that. Oh my god, maybe Bull's saying it was you, but backwards... Bull, is it somebody oh, that... Oh, no, Ranalos. We're looking for Ranalos. <laughs> Ranalos, no. Yes. Bull, is it somebody that, that Solonar knows? Uh, Angry stomps. Angry stomps in a yes sort of way or angry stomps <laughs> in a no sort of way? Angry stomps leaning you to believe no. Uh, okay, well, um, you know, I, I guess, of course, it's not that easy. But does that mean we're going to go back to Tinkerhaven and, and try to find the artifact there? There's a certain amount of logic to that. I mean, if somebody did a really good appraisal on this and realized it was like some sort of super powerful magical artifact, they would sell it for quite literally a small fortune. And there's not a lot of places where people with small fortunes live in Talaire that's not Tinkerhaven. That makes sense to me, actually. You know who might know, actually, somebody who might have a chalice? Because I feel like if you've got a super awesome dragon artifact, you want to probably display it out in the open and brag about it. Melody might even know somebody who knows that. Oh, that's totally pot. I was thinking Alyssa. Oh, yeah. Well, that too. Not trust Alyssa. What? Alina doesn't trust Alyssa. No, I don't. You don't trust Alyssa to possibly know things? Like, what? We're not talking about bringing her into our confidence. I don't know how comfortable I am talking to her. Hey, we're trying to find this very magical, mysterious cup for reasons unrelated to saving the world. Maybe we want to drink out of it. I mean, all she knows is that we're adventurers. We could have a contract to find this magic cup. And what's stopping her from sniping that contract under our noses? Well, most adventurers take their contracts and it's like a like a legal binding thing. Like you don't just you don't just have people wander in off the streets being like, I heard you were looking for a cup. Yes, really, legality is truly something that binds Alyssa. I do really like the uh 
well, what stops her from taking this contract? Well, what, wait, what contract? We don't actually have a contract. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, somebody's like right on the sidelines, like, Curry, get that contract drafted up. We <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's go. I guess let's go ask Melly. We got to figure out where this cup is. And if it's in the the noble families, then Melody might know. Maybe there's even a song about the cup. There's lots of instru- instruments around. Why would there be a song about the cup, though? That just seems <gasps> odd. Cause it's oh my god, gonna go back. What if we all play the instruments at the same time and Melody sings the song of the cup? Koza, what were you going to say? I was going to say, Koza <laughs> goes back to the room with the tapestry and okay. gets out his notebook and sketches the the chalice. Stellar idea. Excuse me, have you seen this cup? I mean, honestly, kind of. It, it, That's really smart. It went I missing. see you, P. <laughs> it went missing from its home about a hundred years ago. Has anyone seen this cup? <laughs> Could be in a museum. Okay. This belongs in a museum. Exactly. Why does your Indiana Jones sound like Columbo? <laughs> <laughs> also, what life? What life are you living where you drink a chalice every day? It, it's a cup. I don't know if I ever drink from a cup. Yeah. No. What do you drink out of? It's he. Elon drinks from a um a, a can pretty of ex- bubbly. Yeah. Pretty exclusively. <laughs> you don't drink like flat water out of a glass. Uh, no. Why would I do that when I could drink sparkling water? Sure. <laughs> no, no, you guys are not going to gaslight me into thinking that people don't use cups. <laughs> I don't use I cups. I refuse this narrative. Okay. Ask, do you want me to get Lauren uh, in here? I believe that Alon does not use cups on a daily basis. Lauren's you want to know here. what I'm not going to consider the average how people live? He really Alon. doesn't use cups. I'm not joking. He does not use cups. And I believe you. He only drinks sparkling water. I mean, the only time you drink from a cup is if you drink coffee, right? That's a mug. Ugh, that's still a cup. Is it a cup? <laughs> yeah, that's a cup. Never mind. Yeah. Again, I I'm stand, not... stand correct. We're leaving that I'm in. So, so side note, <laughs> uh, I, I just have the image in my brain of a mug, but then with like the stem and base of a chalice. So it still has like the mug handle, but it, then that's like the big mug handle. <laughs> Ah, yes, the least cumbersome drinking vessel known to man, the Mm -hmm. mug cup chalice. The malice! You are lucky that this uh, this coffee mug saved you from my (laughs) non-cup lifestyle. So, cup. Koza's sketching it because Koza is the smartest of the beans. Vote, Johannes, Soliner? I mean, I gave you my my solution, but it was rejected roundly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um guys sorry so just uh, let's make a plan here so it sounds like we need to leave and go start essentially doing storage wars going into a bunch of like like looking around in boxes in stores in storage units to see if we can't find this thing i mean melody or might we can- know we can also see if there's any history of something that elaborate being sold to nobles. We might get lucky on the museum, though. Let's let's keep hope alive there. All right. Any final things you guys want to do in this in this place? Uh, no, I, there's not really. The only lootables we have are lootable tootables, and I think we've picked up one of those each. So I think we're good. Right. Okay. 
Koza? No, I think Koza got everything Koza's gonna get. Okay. Also, Koza, I'm giving you an inspiration point for sketching the chalice. I'll mark down that I have the inspiration, the one I am allowed to have. Maybe I'll remember to use it. One day. Johannes. Uh, having been a really, like, I, I feel that I really didn't do wizarding justice. And not only that, but I've also learned that I'm not learned enough to be probably a proper wizard. So Johannes takes off the hat and the robes, kind of resigned, and he puts them up and he goes, for every person, they have their own path to walk, and mine is not the path of the wizard. Thank you for letting me play along, stage wizard robes. Maybe I'll gaze into your orb when I'm wiser. Farewell, sweet cookie crisp wizard. <laughs> <laughs> and Johannes, uh, yeah, walks walks away. Um, I'm gonna leave uh, since I like this Barry saxophone is really big. Uh, I'm also gonna leave that behind tragically. Yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about replacing my shields with the Barry sax and just El Kabonging your way through. <laughs> yeah, if people like that, I, I'll do that. I I feel like what's more beautiful than music? I feel like Johannes is pretty hard committed to being a defender of beauty. Yeah, I think it really fits a lot better. Okay, yeah, Johannes leaves the leaves the saxophone behind. Uh, guys, in the next campaign, can someone make a bard who el kabongs? Please? A barbarian? <laughs> just, just takes his loot and just absolutely just schwiggity wrecks people in the head. Alright, Boat? I mean, I don't think there's anything I need to be doing. <laughs> okay. We're, it sounds like we're getting ready to go do what we need to do, so. Alright, so you all gear up and you head out of the shrine. As you get into the entranceway, Melody stands up excitedly and is like, so what happened? What was the key? Did you find the key? How's the key? Uh, the key's gone. It looks... But, um, it would have looked like this and Koza shows her the, um, the sketch. No, but that's a cup. You're right. That's... Yep. That, they look like objects. Speaking of cups, Melody, <laughs> have you ever seen a cup like this one before? I mean, it looks like a lot of pretentious noble cups. Ooh, we're on to something now. Oh. We need to find the most pretentious and noblest of cups. Oh, um, do you want this loot? Oh, oh, this is really nice. They don't make loots like this anymore. We got, it was the, it's a pretty fat loot that we recovered from this. Oh, um, here you go. Thank you, Koza. This is lovely. We got a bunch of thick loots and magical toots. <laughs> there's actually, there's a pretty cool, like, stage in there that's got, like, all these costumes and there was, like, a tree. This was, honestly, I, I feel a little bad I asked you to stay out here. This is one of the safest shrines we've ever been in. The entire adventure. I love that it, I love that it worked out that way. Uh, yeah, but at some point we should come back here and do a performance. I feel like the Copper Dragons would appreciate it. That would be wonderful. I'll start working on songs for it. Uh, yeah. many of them will involve, uh, cups, I guess. I see you, P-P-P-P-P, I see you. 
So with that, you all get your gear together and you head back through the woods towards the monastery. You're not entirely sure what you're going to do, but you know what you have to do. a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alon. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solonar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, how did, did 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 people not get it when when Alon said flare base? base? No, I got That's, it. Okay. That's why I shared the image I did. It must be at the base of the dragon statue. <laughs> it's not that, Josh. <laughs> you did say flared base. I just I'm really or shocked that you assume that all of us use one of those every day. Like mm-hmm. you got to oh. give yourself a break every once in a while. Or you're going <laughs> to hurt yourself. No, you don't. Consistency is a virtue. <laughs>